Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com. This is this week's edition of Hypnotic Buffet. And normally I make them on a Monday. But this week I'm doing it on Wednesday because just life circumstances um, got in the way of me doing it on Monday. That's all, nothing major. And uh, as we speak, I've changed the setup a little bit. Um, I'll bore you with all the information <laughs> soon. I'm, I'm struggling with Andre. Who's trying to eat out of my mouth even though there's no food in there, which is a little bit weird. I've just took him out for a walk and now he's acting really frantic. And I don't know why. I'm not sure. So I'm just going to hopefully just cuddle him and hope that he'll calm down. So a few things have changed since I last made a hypnotic buffet session, which was, was it the 12th? Um, or the 10th of April. It's the 18th today, so seven, I don't know, however many days ago. And <clears throat> I had a few financial issues come up, realizing that I have been overspending on the podcasts. Uh, the online free hypnosis service I've been spending way more than I actually have available for such things as well as um, paying for domain, domain names and all the extra stuff that I pay for just the general things internet, website, hosting all those things so I made a decision on Saturday evening to delete subscriptions for four of my podcasts to get rid of them. Uh, a little bit sad because one of them is really popular. It's the, the Sleep Deeply Hypnosis podcast. It was on Podomatic and I was getting like 2,000 maybe downloads a week on that one. So I felt you know, a, bit, a bit bad with that. However, I have... Oh, I've also got rid of the Podbean podcasts. So the Hypnotic Buffet and the Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Both those podcasts have gone from Podbean and another Podomatic podcast which I forget what it is, but another one that I had has gone as well. Uh, those those were the ones that I was paying for. So it came to about, roughly about 50, 50 pounds a month. So I've managed to reduce that amount. The What I have done instead to replace those podcasts, uh, I'm with Spreaker, which is another paid podcast host that I pay for every month. But with that one, I can have unlimited podcasts with them. That's individual podcasts with an RSS feed that I can submit to iTunes and other places. All individual within one package. And I have, I don't know, I have like 600 hours or 1,200 hours available to use. So it's, you know, I'm just sort of replacing one with another, but with the same content. Um, it's not very exciting, was it? I just thought I'd let you know what's going on, and that's it really, just to uh, change my website a bit. I've been trying to reduce my time working on websites and working on 
um, certain aspects of the podcasts, you know, online stuff, and looking to spend more time producing recordings, new, fresh recordings. Okay, new, maybe not fresh, but new. And also studying, reading, watching videos, learning more about um, various things to do with hypnosis and psychology and, you know, psychotherapy and neurology and neuroscience and all that stuff. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, I also had to, <laughs> I had to re, not refurnish, but readjust all the furniture in my room, or in my room, in my flat rather. So in my living room, Andre decided after a year that he could figure out how to climb up the cage and then get onto the bookcase and knock everything off the bookcase. Never done it before, but for some reason he decided, he just discovered it was like a new thing, like a little present that he hadn't opened, left over from Christmas. He just, oh, what's this? And he made a proper mess of everything. So I had to, for his safety, because after filming him, thinking it was mildly amusing doing that, clever, and but at the same time, potentially dangerous for him so I've took that obstacle away and spent the last few days moving furniture around so I've moved the bookcases out of the living room and they're into the bedroom now I'm also recording this in the living room again I've been doing most of my recordings in the bedroom recently but the it's very uncomfortable for me to sit up in bed. I don't know why. I used to, I did it for so many years. Yeah, you know, I spent my most of my adult life, well, most of my I guess childhood as well, living in one small room. You know, various different rooms, but in a small room with a bed, usually a single bed, and with a television and sitting up in bed watching television. And I was always comfortable doing that. But for some reason, my neck doesn't seem to enjoy it anymore. So, uh, I'm going to be doing my stuff in here, in the living room, in the lounge, whatever you want to call it. Sitting in my big black squeaky chair. And I've got, I'm going to be getting some batteries as well for this recording, little mini recording studio that I've got. And that is probably among the most boring things I've ever said. But I'm feeling quite excited about that because then I'm not limited to the wire being attached <laughs> to the plug like it really matters. So it's been a unusual week. Saturday night, this is turning into some kind of journal. I got rid of my Jason Chat vlogs as well. I decided that they were too What's, I, know, I forget what the word is. I do know the word, but it's gone out of my head. Basically very me, 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 me. Uh, self-indulgent and I realised that a lot of my stuff is self-indulgent to a degree of me talking about myself because I'm the only thing that I really kind of know about that I can talk with any kind of knowledge base I was going to say authority but I don't I'm not a big fan of authority So, because I already do that with the hypnotic buffets, and I do it with my 
newest sessions I've started I don't know if you're aware but I do um, a regular sleep recording called Let Me Bore You To Sleep and I've done I think 17 of those so far I'm trying to do them every day but I can't always get around to doing them you know other things there's other things to do as well so I'm not beating myself up if I miss a day but I did feel a little bit bad having missed the hypnotic buffet because I've been pretty good with these as far as getting them out on time and I know that some people like them uh, I've been told that some people like them I tell myself that people like them that's enough for me and I base it on it if, if people listen, download and play then somebody and it's the same you know I can see who the the people who download and play the most of my sessions you know especially on SoundCloud the statistics tell me who the top people are the top players rather the, the top countries the top uh, cities around the world of who downloads the most or plays the most and America's always the top it's always the most but then it is a huge country if you think about the what is the biggest, the largest English speaking country in the world and that would be America I'm guessing population wise see Andre's in the background now here and he's having his dinner you know in my country there's about 60 million I think in America there's 340 million something like that so I guess you know it, it feels lovely to, to know that I'm reaching an audience but I've spent 12 years getting here so it's not an overnight thing But the UK is often second, not always though. Sometimes Australia or Canada is second, but usually UK is second, then Australia, Canada, New Zealand, then Germany, you've got Ireland, and countries, just there's lots of different countries. Anyway, I know there's lots of different countries, but lots of different countries that listen to my stuff. So I've been trying to increase my output, but at the same time to do it in a, a fluid, naturalistic way, not forced, and because I want to, not, not because I feel I have to do it, because then I perhaps wouldn't, I wouldn't give it everything, I wouldn't, not that I really got that much to give, but I perhaps wouldn't be quite as um, open or giving or interested in what I'm doing if I felt obligated. And I don't feel there's anything wrong with feeling obligated because firstly I do like the idea of having a routine. A routine for, for my mental health is a good thing and but my routine isn't based around particular time zones in a sense of I may aim to do a let me bore you to sleep session when I wake up it might seem like a weird time to do it but that's often when I'm the most alert but it won't be at a specific time of the day it might be 8 o'clock in the morning it might not be until 7 o'clock at night depends what time I get out of bed and ideally when I do these sessions I'd have Andre he'd be fast asleep or I'd move him into the other room but 
I'm just letting him just do what he wants. He's going to be scratching at the door. You might hear that in the background at the front door. He likes to jump up at the radiator, which is not ideal. Um, I've got the washing machine going right now. It's in the kitchen. So I've got that door pulled up. Um, someone might knock on the front door. They might, you know, who knows what background sounds that there might be. But that doesn't matter because it's... It's about focus and it's about just allowing your mind, your unconscious mind, just to be open to the things that we discuss and talk about in these and any of the other sessions that you listen to and benefit from. So before we go any further, just remind you, I know we're like 10 minutes in, but to only ever listen or watch these sessions when you can safely close your eyes. And I say watch because I do also edit, produce these into, or turn these into videos and put them on YouTube. So I've got three YouTube channels, Jason Newlands, Sleep Hypnosis, Jason Newlands, relaxation hypnosis and Jason Newland's chronic pain relief hypnosis. I also upload all my videos to my Vimeo channel which is vimeo.com forward slash Jason Newland. So everything I've got is on there as well. But I don't get a lot of traffic on that one to be fair because I don't, I guess I don't really tell anyone about it really. It's just, it's, um, it's a good place to store my stuff and you can also download the videos from there as well. And also all my previous Jason chats, uh, I think about 30 odd Jason chats are on there. Although I stopped making them, the old ones are still on there. And, and also if you would like to support me, then I'll put a link, I'm gonna put a link in in the description box to um, basically it's paypal.me forward slash Jason Newland and that's uh, if you wanted to help support this free hypnosis service or just want to give me a gift so I can buy a book or buy a tin of beans anything, anything helps and it's great, you know, gratefully received the other thing that I'm doing is I've started a new season as well, as well as what I'm already doing, called Let Me Bore Your Pain Away. So I'm really I'm really embracing the bore, the boring part of myself. So these these are a little bit different from the Let Me Bore You to Sleep. The Let Me Boy to Sleep are very much like this has been up till now. Um, but less less interesting, perhaps. If you can imagine anything being less interesting than this. And the idea behind those sessions, the Let Me Boy to Sleep, is just to listen to them daily to listen every time a new one comes out and to allow that those changes to occur naturally no forcing no effort it's just naturally progressive leading you to where you want to be leading you to sleeping more easily and to enjoy the sleep and to really feel the benefit from it. So that's what those are about. The other one, the new thing that I'm doing is the sleep, what is it called? Let me bore your pain away. So I'm still playing on the boring card, of course. But this is different. These ones are hopefully also going to be regular, and um, if not daily, then you know a few times a week. 
I'm just going to sort of feel my way into them and see how it goes. My voice is getting all croaky. So the point behind these is I'll talk about chronic pain. I'll talk about various different ideas around how chronic pain can be reduced and how it naturally is reduced in various different situations. And then at the end of, you know, near the end of the session, I'll actually do a, uh, a practical exercise or lead you through a practical exercise to reduce what's left of the chronic pain. And the idea really, again, is to just to build upon what's come before. I'm not into quick fixes, not really into fixes. I'm not into, because, you know, I don't really class anyone as being broken. Maybe injured, but not broken. You know? And healing. With Andre running around, healing sometimes takes time. But there's a big difference, you know, even if somebody's got. Um, I broke my hand, for example, about four weeks ago, and it's not healed yet. It still hurts a bit. I can't bend it, I still can't make a fist. But compared to how it felt even a week ago, it's a big difference. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you know, it's, it, the pain level has gone down huge amounts. I'm not, I've got no anxiety about it, I'm not worried about it, um, I'm not even bothered about bashing it and banging it, although I don't want to, but I'm not so concerned. I'm not being all careful anymore. Perhaps I should be a bit careful, but I've still got it taped up, and which reminds me to, you know, to take it easy, and to just reminds me that it's broken, and I need to let it heal. I love this squeaky chair. I need to get some oil for it or something. The for me, everything that I do when it comes to recordings is about the healing process. And we've all got our own process to go through. We takes different times for different people and healing means a different thing for different people. And we're talking about healing, not a cure because apart from the fact that it's, well in my country it's illegal to tell somebody that I can cure them with hypnosis or you know you could say curing insomnia maybe or curophobia that's, that's a different kind of thing because uh, those things are not classed as diseases you know, medically although they definitely can be illnesses. Uh, psychologically or physically could be, uh, you know, could contribute towards sleeping issues. Um, I have sleep apnea and it affects my sleep at times. I perhaps need a bit more sleep than I would do if I wasn't you know, if I wasn't stopping breathing as many times as I do during the night. So, I can't offer a cure for anything. And I know some people will offer a cure for things, but I don't really do that. I do have a, a course called Cure Insomnia which just contradicts exactly what I just said, but that was just a catchy title. It's about the healing process. 
And that's one of the most amazing parts, I think, of human beings is our ability, your ability, my ability to heal. We're not just in human beings, all beings, living beings. You know, the more time I spend with my little Andre, my furry little ferret, not a euphemism, he actually is a ferret, and he is furry. The more connected I feel with the animal world, in my mind anyway, realizing, you know, when he's laying on top of me, I'm, I'm on the chair, or maybe I'm on bed, and he's, he's climbed on me, and he's, I'm cuddling him. And I can feel his heartbeat. And I can hear his, his tummy rumbling sometimes. Other times, like last night, I was sitting at my laptop. I think I was uploading a video or something. And Andre was in his cage and he was in his hammock where he sleeps. And he was, it sounded like he was dreaming. Because he was making noises like, mm, mm, like that. And sometimes in the past I have woken him up thinking, is he having a nightmare? And I don't, I just don't want him to have any kind of suffering at all. That's sort of one of my main, main things in life is to keep him safe and happy as much as I can because of how important he is to me. I can't have control over what he thinks about when he's asleep. And his nightmare, if it is, a, it might just be about me not letting him out, not taking him out for a walk, or maybe not feeding him when he was hungry because I didn't realize what the time was. It might just be a feeling of excitement. You might be dreaming about being outside, running around. Playing sword fights with other ferrets. Maybe jumping out of planes and paragliding through deserts. Who knows what he's dreaming about. So, going back to what I've been up to. It feels like quite a lot. I've sort of got rid of some stuff, but... I'm creating more new material and as I talk about it I'm feeling fairly okay about it, about the, the new sessions that let me bore you to sleep and let me bore your pain away. And I did consider not making any more hypnotic buffets. But there was a little niggle. I was like, something was niggling at me. Just sort of saying, come on, JJ. People have actually told you they like the hypnotic buffets, even if they do seem a bit random and all over the place and I don't want to use the word chaotic but a little bit mixed and muddled and maybe not as straightforward as some people may enjoy but it's a way that we can get together once a week on a Monday ideally and catch up as well as me telling you what I've been up to 
um, which shouldn't normally take as long as it has today but there's been quite a lot going on as far as the hypnosis side of things and my home and things like that. There's also a continuously changing political world and uh, various things going on as well which does get me thinking philosophically and I've just got this existential kind of part of me that kicks in sometimes not all the time it's just this it's a self-interest and this okay this is what I'm thinking and I know the last two hypnotic buffets I talked about the same thing twice two weeks in a row and that was beliefs and limitation limited thinking stuff what I was thinking about is something I've been thinking about a lot is being true to myself just being honest to myself and how much I'm going back to limiting thinking now how much of my honesty to myself is just beliefs how much of it is true how much of it is opinions how much is it of it is fantasy me wanting to be a certain way how much of it is self-sabotage I've got a history of doing that I was going to say doing that to myself but I don't need to say that sentence when it's self-sabotage as a subject so this, this this whole thought for me is who am I who am I really and who am I really 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 and every time I figured out who I am. Time has moved on. It doesn't mean doesn't that mean that something about me has changed because we're always changing. We don't stay the same. We're always changing, always evolving or devolving, I'm not sure maybe, but we're always changing. So it's, I suppose it's a little bit like lame cement or concrete and you're always standing in the concrete that you've just done. So you put the, you're laying the concrete in front of you and you're always walking into it as you're laying it so it's it's never flat it's never smooth it's never finished because you have to go over it again and every time you go over it again you're walking in it I'm mildly pleased with that analogy that metaphor I suppose another version would be mopping the floor and if you always mop yeah if you mop walking forward then you're always going to have footprints so the idea when you mop is to mop walking backwards so that you're left with maybe a tiny little bit 
where your feet are and you can just maybe step out of the room or maybe there can be just little footprints on that one tiny little bit or maybe you could take your shoes off and or if you have magic fairy dust you can sprinkle that and you can just fly above the floor but you know I guess we can keep this to reality so we're always changing always changing so whenever I've decided I am this I am that then I've moved on to be something else and I keep trying to figure out I don't know about you does it matter? does it matter how we are as a person in a sense of who we are should we accept who we are or should we you know I'm not a big fan of the whole idea of being self-critical all the time well not really any of the time I've had enough criticism in my life to not really want any more and I realise I've picked probably the wrong thing to do to be broadcasting on the internet opening myself up for criticism and I've had plenty of it over the years I've had lots of nice things said as well and the nice things outweigh the unpleasant comments that I've had by a lot but I've been more affected by the unpleasant comments I'll admit I'll admit that there's been times when I have actually wanted to quit doing this because of something really nasty that somebody may have posted on online for no reason other than maybe how I look or how I sound um, and I understand that how I sound does make a difference if you're listening to me you're going to want to be I guess you're going to want to like my voice or at least be able to tolerate my voice So fair enough if you if somebody did, didn't like the way I sounded then they'd probably not listen. But I had someone on YouTube that sent me messages twice on two different videos about three weeks apart being rude to me and why were they watching the videos? seems a bit strange why did they watch the second time so that's kind of a question that I've got is about being true to ourselves to be real honest to ourself to yourself to myself not to other people but just to ourselves. and how to live that kind of life to live the life which fits in with how you feel as a person who you feel you are as a person your likes dislikes pleasures so all this you know I know years ago it used to be and it still is a thing to mock people for their likes and especially in, in my country in England it's a, it seems to be a quite popular pastime 
is to put other people down for things that they enjoy doing or television programs I enjoy watching or music they like you know I'm not don't really know why that is but I've been brought up into it and I've done it myself plenty of times as well so I'm not exempt from doing that and making fun of people is something that I did a lot when I was younger never really in a hurtful meaningly hurtful way but as I got older I realised that actually for me personally having somebody tell me that they didn't like or not even that let's say I've got I'm watching a television programme and I want to watch the Big Brother let's say Big Brother or The X Factor and somebody tells says why do you watch that and that's a load of this and there's a load of rubbish you know although it doesn't destroy me it doesn't destroy my self confidence doesn't ruin my day it does, you know it does sting a bit it stings it's and it is unnecessary it's unnecessary and I've done it myself in the past and maybe I still do to a degree without even realising it and that stuff it stings it hurts a little bit and it's not that I want everybody to agree with me and to like the things I like it's not true because I would love everybody to like what I like life would be pretty good wouldn't it imagine that if everyone liked the things that you like unless it was everybody liked to go to the same bar or restaurant that you like to go to because then you'd never be able to get a seat you'd never be able to get a book in a reservation if everybody liked Mars bars they'd keep running out wouldn't they so you know if everybody liked the type of man or woman that you find yourself attracted to chances are this is make it harder for you to find someone because there'll be such a massive queue for each person that fitted into that criteria that you may have so So maybe it wouldn't be such a great thing. But on the same side, or on a different side even, I don't really necessarily enjoy or want to be in a, a situation where nobody likes what I like. Clearly I'm not in that situation because Lots of people like watching Big Brother or EastEnders or The X Factor. So I'm not alone with that. I'm just kind of alone with as far as friends go. I think I've only got one friend that likes the same programs that I like. So yeah, it's... Uh, Tell you something that I would like. I'd love to meet someone that's into hypnosis. I don't know anybody. And I've done trainings with people in the past, you know, courses and that, but I've never really kept contact with anyone. Let's have a little drink of my Capri Sun Tropical. There's an advert there, if Capri Sun want to give me a couple of pound. So this whole idea is just 
being ourselves but at the same time having maybe some awareness of differences and maybe accepting those differences between us without putting each other down One of the things I struggle with is over the years I don't feel the need to justify myself to anybody. Uh, my thoughts, my my ideas, my lifestyle, I don't my actions even, my behaviour, I don't feel the need to justify anything I do or say to anybody or to explain anything I do or say but then I'm not doing or saying anything that is hopefully that is hurting anybody but then if there's a conversation and someone puts down a television program or criticises something that I like, maybe a band, a music, uh, a film. There is a, a part of me that feels that I should need to explain myself. I need to, there's a part of me that wants to defend the movie or the television program. That's perhaps a a part of me that feels that I'm being personally attacked because of something that I enjoy watching on a television set when it's no one's business but you it's just your business what you do what you listen to what you watch no explaining necessary no justification necessary and to me that's about freedom, acceptance. And I'm not I'm not massively excited about regurgitating I don't know, would you call them platitudes or just sayings that people say. You know, things like you can only You'll only accept other people when you accept yourself, that kind of thing. And some of those things may have some truth in them. As far as self-acceptance and accepting other people. I don't it's not that simple, I don't think. And What's the other one? You can't you, you can't love other people until you loved yourself, which is complete rubbish. I loved my nan, my grandmother. I loved her completely. I never loved myself, but I loved her, and nothing that anyone says or does is going to change the fact of that. I care more about Andre than I do about myself. I'm not saying that's a right thing, but that's a factual thing. My hope and I think all any of us can do really is to become more aware of these things and to make small changes and to grow. And you know what? For me,
because it's all about me today for some reason. For me, helping other people is the reward. Hopefully helping others. I say hopefully because it's hard to know sometimes. I know that I'm getting, I get quite a few people you know, playing and downloading my sessions around the world and stuff, but it's, it's hard to know because I don't get much feedback. Hard to know what's useful and you know what's not, and but I cling to the hope. I cling to the idea that what I'm doing is helping others and that's the intention. Of course there is I guess there's a, a degree of releasing or maybe learning a bit more about myself opening the doors to me and allowing the real me to just be present and to talk for whatever period of time that I'm waffling on for and I'm not editing myself Generally, I suppose there's always going to be a degree of editing. Maybe I, I try, I don't think I'm editing myself, but in the same way, I wouldn't talk the same when I make a recording as I might do if I was getting drunk down the pub or if I was just messing around with a friend and chatting. You know, there's, there's a difference and I don't feel that either situation I'm pretending necessarily to be or not to be something or someone. But maybe there's more of a facade, more of a mask put on, more of a personality or a character when I'm with other people when I'm on my own there's no need for that you know I can walk around naked literally and metaphorically I don't need to cover up of course I should close the windows or close the curtains so no one can see in but the fact is that I can be open and you know I, I block friends and family from Facebook so that people can't you know people that I know well or I've known for a long time they can't hear me talking like this of course they could it's easy enough to find my stuff online but in some ways those you or whoever that listen to my sessions get to know me in probably better than friends and family do because there's less There's less covering up, there's less concealing or I don't feel when I'm making these recordings, I don't feel as inhibited and limited as I do when I'm having interactions with people. 
you know, pretty much everyone that I know, there's certain things that I can't maybe discuss or talk about. I do have a tendency of liking to talk about serious things. About the person's serious, you know, serious things, to, about how they're feeling and things like that. It's either that or it's just me messing around and being jokey. I do struggle with chatting about nothing sometimes. It's not it's nothing but just generally just shooting the breeze. I can do it for short periods of time, like waiting for a bus or talking to a, a dog walker when I've got Andre out going for a walk and I, I quite like that sometimes the thing is what I like about me and other dog walkers I know I'm not a dog walker but me and other people that are walking their pets is they show an interest in Andre and he's pretty much one of my favourite topics I love talking about him I'm a proud daddy when I've got him in my arms so this has been a bit of a, a waffle and I've got a sore throat now I need to drink some water because I've been talking for an hour and my throat feels a bit uh, you know but I do feel less tired than what I did which is good although I, I will need to have a have a fairly early night tonight it feels a bit weird doing this with the washing machine going on in the background but hopefully that will be finished soon and I'll be able to get some dry clothes for the morning I realise this has been a bit of a, a journal kind of blog vlog diary update thingy today but at the same time I have been thinking about the the comfort of being able to just be myself being able to relax into me and to have that self acceptance maybe self acceptance is a precursor to self love jasonnewlands.com uh, I've actually got a new podcast with Spreaker which is available um, I got rid of the websites so the hypnoticbuffet.com that's gone um, so I'm just trying to reduce outgoings if I can so that's that's it but Everything I do is available on the website, it's available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, and I post everything onto Facebook and Twitter. Oh, by the way, I've been walking around in shorts today. 
So that's it from me. You take care of yourselves. Remember to be kind to yourself and I'll see you.